welcome to the I Am A Health Visitor podcast. My name's Amy and I am very excited to be back with you and back in the land of podcasting and hopefully going to be releasing some fabulous new episodes over the coming weeks. We've got an absolutely brilliant range of topics that we're really excited to share with you. Apologies for the massive delay in them getting new episodes to you. I know that many of you have been waiting for them and we've loved having your messages telling us um, that you really value the podcast and you want us back so thank you so much for that it has been entirely my fault as you can imagine um I had my lovely little baby girl about six months ago now and I have been utterly and totally consumed in the world that is the chaos and wonderfulness of having a tiny baby so um, she's been my absolutely everything for the last six months. Um, I'm now really excited to be back with you and with Jenny we've been working together to create some really lovely episodes for you that we're going to be dropping over the coming weeks so that's very exciting. This week I'm really excited to bring you the last year's episode of the CPHVA conference as a little um, teaser to whet your appetite for what is to come because as many of you I'm sure will know next week is the annual CPHVA conference which this year is taking place in Harrogate. Um, I'm going to be going to cover the conference sadly Jenny's not going to be with me this year so we're going to really miss her there um, but we're going to be making her green with envy when we discuss everything that we covered at the conference I'm sure with her afterwards and hopefully we'll be able to share some of that learning with you guys as well for those of you that can't be there. Um, hopefully many of you will be there and really looking forward to seeing some of you. If anyone sees me buzzing around with a tape recorder, please do come over and say hello, introduce yourselves. Really looking forward to meeting some more of you face to face and looking forward to that. If anybody is planning to come but hasn't got their ticket yet, I will put the um, link in the show notes. It's not too late for a last minute ticket. Um, and hopefully you can join us as well. There's going to be some fantastic topics this year. Um, looking at the programme, I've already spotted loads of sessions that I'm really excited about. Um, the first plenary session, for example, is called Radical Professional Caring, Reclaiming Our Core Values, which I think is a fabulous topic. Um, and there's stuff on period equality, there's things on... Um, and the need for new sorts of evidence around the first thousand days, um, some stuff around um, domestic abuse which looks really interesting, so really loads and loads to learn, I'm sure as ever, um, last year we came away feeling completely inspired and energised um, and I'm really looking forward to that, so hopefully um, lots to be learned and lots to be shared with you on the podcast as well. For anybody who would like to get in touch with us, please do contact us. We're on Twitter at IamAHV. Um, you can email us directly at IamAHealthVisitor at gmail.com um, or we're on Facebook I am a health visitor as well. So lots of ways to get in touch and we do love hearing from you. So as ever, please do um, drop us a line and we look forward to chatting with you soon. Hopefully meet some of you next week. And thanks very much for your patience and bearing with us. And thanks for tuning in as ever. Hello 
and welcome to the I'm a Healthist podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Amy. And as you can hear, we're out and about. Um, yeah. We're recording this at CPHVA conference down in Bournemouth. And um, we're bringing in this episode a collection of um, interviews from delegates, yeah. from speakers, yeah. and even from some of the exhibitioners. I need to say exhibitionists then, but that <laughs> just sounds wrong. Some of the exhibitionists wrong. that have yeah. been here God, over the two days. It's a conference, guys. You need to come check it out. <laughs> if for nothing else, it's worth it for Gavin Fergie in a kilt. Yeah. <laughs> and a wig. Oh, blimey, yeah. And a wig. Well, I think for the wig, you have to uh, really be in the right place at the right time at the party. Um, if, you, if you want to know what we're talking about, come to conference next year and come to the party. Yeah. Although, saying I think he has shared a picture of himself on Twitter uh, Yes, I'm, I was surprised to see it is out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's quite surprised if he hears is how much airtime his, uh, his wig has killed. And killed have got, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so conference is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, so it's my your first one. Yeah, I was going to say. So I'm just buzzing. I knew, I knew what to expect. Yeah. I know. I mean, we're recording this on day two, and to be honest, it's it's a it's a quieter day for me. Okay. Uh, it's a day of quiet reflection. <laughs> um, because Whereas it I'm is buzzing just, like an angry yeah, bee. So much that goes on, and you just end up. Yeah, your brain could explode. Yeah, really. That's sort of um, how I feel. What? Uh, yeah. What were you expecting? And what's the reality for you? Yeah, um, I was expecting loads of really interesting sessions with lots to learn, which is definitely what we've had. Yeah, it's almost one of those where you know where you go, you go to somewhere that you've never been to before, and you feel like I could be here for two weeks and still never see it all. <laughs> it was a little bit like that at a conference. You know, you've got all the poster presentations. Any one of them, any one of the posters, yeah. could take up a good twenty minutes if you wanted to stand and really think about it and talk about it and talk to the presenter yeah. um, and you know there's loads of them and then you've got all the exhibitions stalls as well yeah. which are all brilliant and all of them could be really good yeah um the sessions have all been brilliant and there's so many going on at the same time that you have yeah. to choose between oh no i know it is like choosing a favorite child at yeah. times there's so many and you want the, to go to all of yeah. them but the great thing is as well is that after the conference you do get access to all of the yeah. slides and presentations from all of the presentations yeah so it's that thing where it takes the edge off a bit having uh, lost your favorite child in a way yeah Yes. where you can then kind of look back and check up on what was presented and look up on the references and things. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, as um, I think we've got an interview coming up with Sarah, who's the um, vice chair, and she was saying about how, you know, come to conference once and you've got enough material to reflect on for yes. your revalidation for the yes. next sort of three years or so. So true. I feel like I've got enough reflection to keep my head busy now for a good month at least, just yeah. on the basis of just processing everything. Yeah. It's there's a lot and it's it's brilliant. I've also loved the networking yes. and the opportunity to meet lots of people. I think they're all like minded, they all have the same yeah. views as you, they all are passionate about health visiting. It is a bit of an echo chamber in that way, but that can be a really good thing, I think. I was gonna say I think because it's, it's a, that's a positive yeah, thing. We need and, that shared And I think it is that thing as well experience. where it's it's not so much an echo chamber in the everyone's singing exactly the same song sheet. No. I think it is just that we're, it, it's rare that you come across a group where actually everyone completely understands where each other is coming from. Yes, Because exactly. we know we are all facing similar challenges. That's it. We know we have all met 
similar, you know, you talk about families and talk about work and things and yeah. know that everyone's been there and yeah. had that yeah. experience as yeah. well. And just that breadth of, you know, we've met student nurses, we've met staff nurses, we've met guys who are semi-retired from yeah, the profession. Nurses, yeah, nurses, school nurses. And just that real breadth of people at the beginning of the career, people at the end of the career, people anywhere else in the middle of the career and yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. And no, it's just been brilliant. It's Amy and I, we're here with Lou. Hi, Hi. I'm, I'm Lou, I'm a health history in Canterbury. Lovely, great, and you're here at the CPHBA conference. I am, yeah, year. first time as a, um, as a health history conference, been qualified two years. Is it what you were expecting? Yeah, I think it's an opportunity to network, exactly yes. what we're doing yeah. now, to keep up to date with the exhibitors, look at, you know, get new documentation and, and you know, and just look at what people are researching and, and be motivated by the presenters. Yeah. And that's, that's the other it. thing as well. So we are here with Sarah. Do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Sarah reddington Bose. I'm Vice Chair, or one of them, of the CPHVA Executive Committee. So what do you think is, yeah, why should health visitors come to conference? I think health visitors, school nurses and community nursery nurses and any of our other colleagues that are members of CPHVA should come to um, the main conference on an annual basis just for the fact to meet others I think it's a very powerful tool to um, meet your colleagues, mm. express your worries, mm. yeah. the positives and the negatives of yeah. what's happening out in the field. Because I do think that we're in very stressful times, yes. and we have been for a number of years, yeah. and there's more to come. It's not going to go overnight. No. So we need to be proactive, we need to be supportive of one another, we need to be able to have that outlet to discuss things, explore yeah. things, network, and as well as the social thing, come and yeah. have a good time. Oh no, sure. you know, but, but talk to people and, and yeah. learn from one another. Some of the exhibitioners as well. So the exhibition hall apparently is quite different from last year. Yes, yes. So um, CPHA having gone um, baby friendly in community practitioner journals so there is no longer formula advertising in, yay, in the journal um, this year there is no formula advertising they are baby At friendly yeah, they all. are baby friendly um, compliant yeah. and which also meant that we could have the amazing Sue Rashmore from UNICEF baby friendly initiative yeah. come and speak yesterday yeah. which was fantastic I think her presentation went down really Absolutely well brilliantly. and um, what a what a fantastic thing to be able to say she is here because of all the hard work that's obviously gone into making the exhibition this year yeah um formula free which i think is such a positive thing sends such a great strong message and it is about looking at those kind of societal influences on breastfeeding which is all the stuff she was talking about yeah. in the talk um so that's really positive and although it's been probably a smaller exhibition than in previous years it's about quality isn't it yeah definitely <laughs> So, 
Um, obviously one of the big parts of the conference is also the exhibition and we're joined by Daniel from Hoop who are exhibiting this year and it's your first year exhibiting with us yeah, this year, isn't it? Yeah, our first year of the conference has been fantastic, really, really Brilliant. good fun. Yeah, yeah. So what is Hoop? Um, Hoop is a free app for iPhone or for Android. Um, you put in your home postcode, um, tell us how old your kids are and we show you everything happening locally. So Amazing. everything on it, community centres, libraries, local um, art galleries, museums, uh, after school yeah. clubs, uh, half time, half term, sorry, workshops, yeah, yeah. Summer, summer camps, things like that. Brilliant. Yep. And so how long has it been running for? Uh, two and a half years now. Um, we've kind of just grown slowly during that period, um, trying to expand our coverage and reach. Um, and we now operate across all of England, Scotland and Wales. Brilliant. I think this is a great idea. I'd never even heard of Hoop, so I was really, yeah. really interested yeah. to hear yeah. about it. And also about the fact that you don't, because my first thought, and I'm sure everybody's is, <laughs> oh, you must have lots of advertising from formula companies. Yeah, on your yeah, app. that's been a common question, which yeah. is something that, to be honest, we, we from the from day one we were we were, we were very clear that we didn't want to take advertising yes. on the service. Um, we. That was more of an instinctive decision rather than anything sort of strategic. But, but actually, it's since coming out here, it's strategic. turned out that actually that was a good move. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And it's free to use for the parents. Absolutely as well. free. It's also free to list an activity. So if you do run a group um, or, or, or maybe something at the weekend or whatever, um, you can you can list the activity on the app for free as well. Fantastic. And because um, how have you found? Um, conference because it must be quite daunting suddenly being surrounded by hundreds yeah. of health visitors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, so we, we, we kind of really don't know what to expect. We, um, we've been told by, we, we interview a lot of families um, about um, why they use Hoop and, and talk to them about their own experiences. And we'd had a, a couple now told us that they'd been recommended the app by, by a health visitor. And so we kind of started to research the profession a bit more, learn a yeah. bit more about it and felt like the best way to meet a lot of health visitors was to come, come to the CPHBA. Um, and, and that's basically been the story of the last two days. <laughs> we have given out uh, nearly 200 bags um, yeah, with information bags about our, our, our product Brilliant. and um, information about how health visitors can promote it and talk about what but we I mean, do. It's a great thing for health visitors to promote because it's free. A lot of the activities on there are free. Yeah, one in five are free. One yeah, in five yeah, are free. Yeah, yeah. And then um, you've got all the other activities that aren't free as well, mm -hmm. which obviously people can access if they Absolutely, want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but you're not as a health visitor advocating any specific no, paid no. Service, so there's no reason why you can't. Um, no, no, I feel like our objectives really align. You know, I think from the very beginning, we, we were like, we want this to be a product that helps people get out of the home, um, you know, get their family out, do something yeah. positive, yeah. you know, be in their community, yeah. encourage those kind of healthy lifestyles, and, which is exactly and, what we do. As yeah, well. and, and, it, yeah. And, and, it, and it really doesn't matter. Um, uh, kind of which end of this, you know, social economic spectrum we come from. You know, right. there's lots of free stuff. There's some paid stuff on yeah. there as well, but it's, it's for everyone. And really I know is. we were talking a little bit before we started recording, and you were mentioning about having it sort of come to mind about breastfeeding. Yeah, I was just yeah, about to say yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. even maybe we could get in touch with our local child health clinics and yeah, things yeah, and yeah. get those sort of on the app as yeah, well. Yeah, again, they're an, not, they're not on the no, app they're yet. not at the moment. And that was again another really interesting thing to learn from the last few days is that um, there's just a. a would be a real motivation for us to, to start listing some of those additional yeah. uh, drop-in services which are targeted at the, the parent mm. and, and maybe often a mum mm. um, and I think you know we, we didn't discriminate against them for any reason other than the fact that we thought the app was about finding activities for kids and so yes, if it wasn't yeah. for the child that was kind of our 
where we drew the line. Yeah. But what we're learning is that actually those clinics are as much for yeah. the, the child as well because it's about encouraging those healthy lifestyles. The, the, the child is, is going to be there. There's going to be yeah. a, a little bit of a yeah. soft play. Yeah. There's going to be an opportunity to meet other parents. And, you and know, those, are, those it, yeah. are the benefits that we and see. And I think really, really it would be really well. useful to have that parity between these sort of activities and seeing those things dropped in and kind of normalising, especially with the breastfeeding groups yeah. and things, yeah. having that degree of normalising them as something that you might want to go yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. especially, yeah. I think, a lot of mums, especially when in the first three months or so, and you know, oh, having seen your gorgeous little one, those first yeah. three months, there are so many activities that say that they're for naught to six months old, and if you to end up with a baby of a few weeks yeah, older no, a month old, so it's going to yeah. be a bit like, oh God, they're way too young for this. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. nice to have that thought of no, actually there are right. other yeah. other ways of getting out of yeah. meeting parents. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's so that, that that issue is something we're going to take back to our team when we get yeah. back to the office and, and talk about it seriously. Yeah. Brilliant. So it's, just to recap, so the app's called Hoop and yes. it's available on all Android and iPhones exactly via the right. App Store. Absolutely right. Just Brilliant. search for Hoop in, in whichever app store you use and, and it's Fantastic. a free download and you'll find it there. Lovely. Fantastic. Thanks. Thanks so much, Daniel. Thank it's you so much. Really love to meet you both. Yeah. Hi, so it's Amy, and I'm here with. Do you want to introduce yourself? Absolutely. I'm Jane Beach. I'm the lead professional officer with Unite. And Lovely. Sarah Carpenter, head of health with Unite. And oh, until this is the end of this week, anyway. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, you're moving on to, on to other things, things aren't you? Yes. Um, so I've just been. I just grabbed you very quickly after our um, fantastic masterclass that we've just been in. So I wanted to just quickly get your thoughts and some highlights. So the masterclass I thought was brilliantly titled "What to Do When You Don't Know What to Do," <laughs> uh, which is what made me want to come along because I was like oh there's not a health visitor practicing that doesn't know that feeling yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. sometimes I must admit we feel the same oh yeah. gosh you don't know what to do yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 absolutely situation so um, I think the key points for us were really getting over the collective view so actually it's people take this as an individual responsibility mm. don't they and mm. everyone's feeling very vulnerable and the agile working means you're working on your own but actually trying to make it as much the organization's responsibility as anything else is the yeah. really critical part that we wanted to stress mm. that everyone is absorbing all the bad stuff mm. individually mm. and you know saying things like well i've got that one more family i've got mm. that one more family yes me not the trust has got one more yeah. family to sort yeah. out. It's yeah. that, that burden, and then yeah. you take that with you, and, and the organisation would be quite happy for you to take that with you. Yeah, and um, we've got that, I mean, it's a bit, of a bit of a psychology thing there, isn't there, where it's kind of that helper mentality where, yeah. and we're all yeah. we're all those yeah. people, we go into yeah. this profession because we want to help, and that's almost what we were saying, was you're, you're trapped in this between a rock and a hard place yeah. where the service yeah. is expecting more and more and more of you, mm. and you're being squashed with less and less and less time to, to do things but yet everybody's natural response myself included I am the world's worst for this is I'll just run that little bit faster so that I can squeeze in that visit so that I can see that mum that I know really needs my support Um, but actually what you're saying is we should be challenging that and we should be doing things a bit differently well the problem is you you know that will eventually be at a detriment to you so Mm. either you would you know you may make a mistake or you actually become unwell because you're kind of constantly on this hamster wheel and you know you can't find your way off and sometimes something will then happen and that will take you off the wheel so that then leaves the service you know shorter yes so we absolutely would advocate you know it's about delivering what you can deliver well not trying to deliver everything we have to as they were saying this morning be really open and honest that actually you know 
we've got to be truthful you know we're short and yeah. we can't do everything so we've got to do what we can do yeah. well and look at what you know what we can't do I think yeah it's a very difficult time we've got to have some really open conversations yeah. and and you know, we were talking about a campaign, weren't we, Sarah, that we hope members will get behind looking at health visiting and school nursing. You know, looking, we don't want to lose the very essence of those services, which is about, you know, a universal service, not a targeted, stigmatising service. Um, and it's about having the ability still to forge those relationships mm. with, you know, with families so that we can identify need mm. and, you know, it's early intervention, isn't it? That's mm. what it's all about. Absolutely. And, but we have to protect our members who are trying to work in these difficult circumstances Otherwise, ultimately, you know, they leave the profession or they make themselves poorly mm. because they are yeah. trying to do everything. You know, you've got a family, I'm sure, you know, people have got their lives that they need to leave as lead as well. Mm. You know, so being told, think about the families, you're always thinking about the families, yeah. that's what you get yeah. into this for. But you do need to think about yourself yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, and it can feel almost like another thing that you've got to do, can't it? Do you know? Mm. Like, oh, oh, yes, I must also look after myself. Let me add yes. that to yeah, my to-do yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we need to be careful that yes. it doesn't... So you would be suggesting people to very much recruit their union rep um, to support yeah. them. And, and th you were talking yeah. about ways to, ha to have yeah. the union help yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. I think that for too often, what's happened is people have just gone, oh, this is, this is just going to happen and I can't do anything about it. And sometimes we haven't even heard about some of the stuff, some of the changes that yeah. happened. So people absolutely need to alert the union yeah if they haven't got a union mm. rep in their yeah in their team they need to have one frankly mm. or mm. just a contact mm. so that we can then say well actually we've tried this over here mm. here's how we manage this you're not alone this is a broader geographic mm. issue let's talk to the, um, the local mps let's talk to we can just add some dimensions to that and help find a way through because when you're in it you can't see out of it and that's our job mm. to help kind of get that clarity mm. and drill down to what the issues are mm. that's absolutely vital and that's we a do great have message. a whole community yeah. resource you know we've got community members so yeah. where somebody was saying earlier about mm. you know the grandparents yeah bringing in you know grandparents mm. really care about health visiting and that their you know children are not getting the service that they got and and we have a whole vast community resource that we can bring in so they can be engaged in, you know, raising the messages, you know, letting people know what's going on. So our retired raising members the profile, and our, Ill, yeah. our members who are off work poorly yes. make up that. Yeah. And they're just great campaigners for the health service. So they can come mm. in and shout and scream and ask the questions mm. where mm. they need to um, in a way that doesn't put somebody working in the service in a difficulty. Because yeah. sometimes it's really hard to speak That's up. That's a really good point. Really hard to speak mm. up, but we've got the resources that can mm. help that. Yeah. So, how, so as a last message to end on, how would people go about um, contacting their union rep then? Say I'm in a service now when I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, do you know what, this is resonating so true with me, I do need some extra support, I don't want to be the one person that stands up and yeah. says this isn't okay. How do I get, what do I do? Well, we have a website, which is the unitetheunion.org, and that has the addresses and contact numbers yes. and email addresses so for our regional offices. Mm -hmm. So pick the one that looks like it's nearest to where you work, mm -hmm. give them a call, drop them an email, and they'll put you in touch with the local full-time officer. Right. Um, that's if you don't know who your local rep is, and probably if you're working in a, in a whole variety of out-of-the-way locations, you don't. So that's a good starting point. Just Great. go to unitetheunion.org. 
and all will be revealed. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Well, thank That's you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So many people who've come with um, places funded by their trust. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's that thing as well where it's a, it's something which I think trusts and um, sort of employers of health visitors need to really look at sending their employees to conference. Mm. I think a lot of the um, presentations and the posters are around fairly sort of straightforward things that teams have done that they want to share good, share practice. good practice and things about. Mm. Um, um, and it's a real thing where I think they do, you know, it's amazing in a way that they have difficulty filling these sort of, I, I think there's there's room for a lot more people to come and yeah. share good practice and things. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the most amazing, you know, sort Perfect. of... You know, solution. Yeah, or, or you know, the highest grade essay that you can imagine no. and things. It has to be the seed of an idea. Yeah. And that's what is important because actually, you know, even in some of the sessions I was in yesterday, um, people are presenting really interesting things that they've done in their practice, and then actually other health visitors in the room are going, okay, well that's good, but what about this issue and what about that issue? And and they're already starting to think about um, things that would be relevant for them. Yeah. And that's a really strong thing because it means well, we're taking your idea which is a really great inspiration and then building on it Definitely. and improving it and that's what you get from collaboration yeah so lucky enough to get funding through my trust so here for two days fantastic two. and have your trust asked you to do anything in return for coming have you got I'll to... feedback at team, at team meeting I'm slowly taking lots of handouts and we'll produce a folder for work but you know nothing structurally really okay. they tried to make it so that everybody within a team was able to go fantastic and so it's been you know quite fair sort of every, everybody had the opportunity to show interest that's yeah. a really brilliant so, commitment from your trust isn't yes, it yes so yeah I think there's ten of us how, how did you go about getting? How did you go about getting the funding for that? So um, we just had, we were just emailed to say if anybody expressions of interest, if anybody wanted to come, we had to email a particular member of staff with the admin, and then um, they looked at who wanted to come, and then if there's more than one person within a team, then they literally just put names in a hat and picked out one person from each area. So there wasn't like eight people coming from one team, and because Kent is one of the biggest healthcare trusts. Yeah. Um, yeah. within health visiting, okay. so um, it just made it equitable. Hi, I'm here with Sheena. Sheena, that's right. Yeah. And whereabouts have you come from, Sheena? Oh, I live in Oakham, but I work for Northamptonshire Healthcare Foundation Trust, and I work in Kettering team. Oh, brilliant. In the 19 service, I'm a health visitor there. Fantastic. And so we were just talking about what's brought you here to conference. So yeah. Well, yeah, I was really lucky. <laughs> this is my first conference. Um, I've been a health visitor for four years now, but I applied through the McQueen bursary. And um, so I was hap um, eligible to get uh, free tickets. Fantastic. And so, yeah, and help with some travel. So I've travelled down from Oakham yesterday, staying here in Bournemouth for the whole two days. Wow. So I'm really looking forward to it, yeah. So I'm the only one from my team, so I'm collecting free pens for them all and, <laughs> and good information for them all. Yeah, and I'm going to go back and feed back to all the... I work in an up to 19 service, so help is to school nurses and national nurses. Fantastic. Yeah, so there we go. So um, the McQueen bursary then, so how did you go about finding, because I've heard of that and I know some people have applied to conference funding with it, how does that yeah. work? Well, I just picked up a leaflet actually, and there's a stand here, but I saw it in the CPHVA magazine uh -huh. and you, there's an email coming out, the lady was saying very shortly, 
um, and there's going to be something in the magazine and you have to there's some a certain criteria uh, yeah I think when I applied you had not been to a conference before there was you had to write anyway in so many words why you think you're eligible yeah and if you met the criteria then uh, they let you know in August and then I think um, when I've been to the conference I have to write a reflective account and oh, send it to them that's about my it. experience fantastic yeah. so not many strings attached then really no. and obviously you have to ask for you know time off from your employer and then yeah. obviously um, they've asked me to come back and feedback to the team there. Okay, so from their perspective as well, they're getting something great because they're getting all the knowledge and things yeah. that you're accumulating while you're yeah, here. Hopefully, that's right. So I've got to listen really well. <laughs> Take loads of notes. Oh, yeah, that's right. So there oh, we go. Great. So anyway, lovely to meet you. Yeah, lovely to meet you too. Thank you very much. That's all right. Take care. Hello. So uh, it's Amy here. Um, and Jenny. Here with Jenny. (laughs) And we're very lucky to be joined by Brie, who is one of the fabulous speakers at the CPHVA conference. So we just wanted to have a chat with you. Welcome. Hi. (laughs) So do you want to introduce yourself properly? Um, Yep, so I'm Brie, or Sabrina Perth, um, and I'm a community nursery nurse um, and, well, an adoptive mum. So that's what I'm here to talk about today, is my experiences of being an adoptive parent. Fantastic. And I've just been to your talk and I was in tears and it was absolutely incredible and I've learned so much. And let me just tell you, um, podcast listeners, that we will be doing a proper episode with Sabrina's experiences and all the learning from it. But we just wanted to have a quick chat with you um, just today about your experiences of presenting at conference and how that's been. I think it's something where I think there's so much that could be presented at conference and that isn't and so I wondered yeah how did it come about for you to be here today what what was sort of the timeline and what influenced you um well it's been a long a long journey really for me to feel um confident and comfortable enough to talk about my experiences I moved into the health visiting service a couple of years ago um and through working there and gaining experience realized that there was a bit of a gap in the service and um yeah, through my experience and speaking to others, I realised that something probably should be done. Mm. So I'd started to put together a survey and started to piece together some kind of proposal for my own trust. And then um, the conference came up um, with the call for abstracts for people to put forward something to talk about. And all of my colleagues in the office and friends said, you should definitely apply mm, and I thought yeah. well no one will they won't pick me so it was on the closing date that I thought oh I'll just I'll send something off so I sent something off and um yeah they picked picked me to yeah <laughs> and we're very lucky that they did <laughs> good decision yeah. <laughs> and thank you so much because I know you got in touch with us on Twitter when we first talked about coming yeah. to conference and sort of you know waved and sort of said hi I'm going to be there as well <laughs> presenting which was fantastic yeah um and because you've also been in um was it last month's community practitioner, community practitioner. and general of health visiting yeah. as well? So kind of, it's a bit of a chicken and egg thing. Which came first, the conference or the article? The article was um, the proposal that I put together for my my lead to take to the big lead in the trust to say there's this gap and something needs to be done. Mm. That kind of is the article mm-hmm. um, lo- loosely. The basis so that had already been written then conference happened um, and then um, 
someone said, oh, you should enter it to the journal yeah. of health visiting and really get it out there. So I sent off the article um, and then community practitioner also contacted me and said, we'd love to run an, an article for, because it's National Adoption Week this week. Ah. So they wanted it to tie in with National Adoption Week. Um, we'd really like to do something on adoption and we know that you're presenting at conference, so would you be interested in being involved? So I agreed to be interviewed for them. So all kind of was going on at the same time, yeah. but then clicked into place one after the other. So, so it's all happened all at once. All at once. It's uh, like a snowball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a funny thing, because I think you often think there'll be quite a long sort of yeah. drag between submitting an article and mm. having it come up in print. Yeah. But it is remarkable how fast it was they, really they turn around. Yeah, because yeah, they sent me an email to say that it's got to be peer-reviewed and that could take up to three months, so mm-hmm. don't expect anything to hear from us until kind of the end of the year. And then a couple of weeks later, they email, emailed and said, oh, it's going to be in the next yeah. issue. So it depends <laughs> how quickly the peer review is reviewed. Yeah. I'm a peer reviewer for the okay. Journal of Health is too. <laughs> and sometimes if they contact me and they say, can you review this document? And I'm in the middle of like an absolutely mental time at work yeah. it can take me a few weeks to get round to doing the review yeah. whereas other times they happen to contact me and I've got a day off the next day and I'm like yeah. oh actually do you know what I'll sit and do it then yeah. Yeah. so obviously w- that was it's really timing. lucky yeah. which yeah. is great timing because it yeah. means it's out for the conference so you had to submit something in writing did yeah. you? Yeah so um, Call for Abstracts is really easy to um, enter you just have to pop in um, like a little bit of what your article is about is going to be about and then a broad overview of what you'll cover I think it's like 150 words or something um, so it's just little snippets of what you're going to include yeah. so okay. it's actually quite just, a small it's a small tight. amount it was trying to work out how to get it across yeah. Um, so you, yeah word count it and then pop it off to them I, they ask for a photo as well that's probably the hardest bit was choosing what <laughs> photo to send um, a biography and yeah that's it really it's really easy yeah um, my article wasn't really finalized and what I presented today wasn't really finished until last night so yeah, fair enough. Um, you don't have to have the f- you know finished article when you apply just apply right. with what your idea is and then work from there so they're basically saying you know that sounds like a fantastic idea and then then you then once you get that approval you're yeah, then working on what it. your yeah. what your actual presentation is going to be for your, your slides and things in advance don't they yeah so I, yeah that, that's I, more from the point of view of making sure they've got the tech all sorted out yeah for yeah you so well. they want they wanted the slides a week a in week advance before. so yeah yeah the slide the presentation I sorted out it was just what I was going to say yeah that was so powerful and personal (laughs) that I imagine that must have been a lot of tweaking and practicing and writing and and rewriting it to flow in the right way um, and have a mix of experience and facts because a few um, other journal publications that I approached didn't like the experience part they just wanted the factual part and right, I felt okay. like that actually the experience part was what makes the it the point of it uh, yes what makes yeah. it powerful is that I couldn't agree more it's it's so important to hear personal experience and you know I always find at conferences whenever we hear from a personal experience speaker that is one of the most powerful things yeah. you can hear isn't it yeah um, yeah. So how's your experience been of prevent presenting at conference how did it feel today what was what's that been like um, well, this was my first time presenting on, you know, large scale, impo- yeah. important kind of conference. Yeah. I presented my work to my um, local team as yeah. a kind of practice run, but that's fine, isn't it? When you're talking to your yeah. colleagues, you're kind of comfortable. So this was a different experience. It's 
been really great because it's my first conference as well so I've enjoyed coming and Lovely. listening to all the other speakers and being inspired and yeah once yeah. I was up there it was I never I, you know everyone was listening and because you fine. were part of one of the concurrent sessions and yeah. I think sometimes that's really tricky because you suddenly look and see oh my god they've got all this choice yeah. as to what else they could Why be would they doing pick me? And, yeah. oh yeah. Bless you. <laughs> but it was quite well attended it had was. a fair good people yeah. number of people I think um, everybody in the room felt that you should have been on the main stage and some that was the first comment wasn't it yeah. you should have been on the this should have been and and there was actually a member of the CPHVA exec in the group listening and that was what she said as well wasn't it wow. that this should have been like we should have all everyone should hear this yeah which is why it's going to be great to have you on the actual podcast yeah. so we can get that out to a much wider yeah. audience um, definitely I'm so. glad I wasn't on the main stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> yeah, you did absolutely brilliantly. I never would have known you were nervous. Oh, thanks. I, I, I was with a friend, John Ashworth's warm-up act, as we joked a few oh. years back. And, yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit... Act, but John <laughs> Well, it's not what you're looking for, really, is it? <laughs> Slightly intimidating, that. <laughs> yeah. Bless you, but I'm sure you were great. Um, so, so, I suppose... Um, what would you say to other people if they were considering submitting something to conference? I'd say definitely go for it. Um, mm. Through all of this, through having the idea and having the confidence in myself to think, yeah, I'm ready to share this, there's been kind of the outcome. And what I would say to other people is if someone asks you to go to a meeting, um, if someone, you know, suggest something just say yes and just go for it yeah. because yeah. it just opens so many doors and Great. that's how I've ended up doing this she asked me and I said yes yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> sorry all I can do is apologize <laughs> starting it and thinking no one's going to want to hear this and yeah. you know it's not going to yeah. go anywhere to you know it's just yeah having a and bit of a have you had feed, much feedback from the articles and I mean I know that you said about today you had great feedback in the room yeah. have you had anyone else making contact with you on the back of the articles I haven't actually no not yet. Nothing's, come, no, oh. nothing's come from the articles mm. um, but I think it's about yeah. awareness raising yeah. isn't it and, and yeah. certainly anyone who's read them because I'd read them before coming to conference yeah. and was just not even knowing that I hadn't even like I said to you afterwards yeah. I've read something about this recently and you said oh yes that should be my article <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> so um, I think maybe it's the in there on like a kind of yeah some level and the more it's like a trickle effect the more yeah. times people are exposed to it and and see it as being an issue that they need to take notice of um the more yeah. it will become the main thing for me was to be able to change practice yeah. even if it was just one health visitor that read it and Absolutely. change their practice which would give a more positive outcome for a family yeah um, that was all 100%. i wanted really yeah so Oh, you've, you've done such an amazing job. And anyone who's listening who thinks, I've got a really great idea or I've got a personal experience or a pra practice experience, professional experience yeah. um, that I want to share and people to learn from, then um, definitely get in touch with the CPHVA because yeah. this is a fantastic forum for sharing all definitely, of that stuff. Definitely, Look out for the... Uh, the call for papers mm. and there's lots of reminders that come out as well around it mm. and it's a really straightforward process yeah. um and we haven't even asked about yeah you can really. do kind of around any topic almost really mm. um and you, know, you do it individually you do it in a group um and you know if you're if you're um someone more se more senior in a trust and you're listening then consider it as a great way of getting 
um, information about your trust and the great practice yeah, within your trust out there mm. it's probably much cheaper than other forms of advertising would work out to be yeah that's and true and as well as that you get a, a sort of really um, excellent experience for the presenters to bring yeah. information back to, yeah, to, uh, to the team as well because obviously you're here for the rest of the day as yeah. well so you're also so you know got, yeah lots of the notes to take back and, and yeah yeah so thank you so much for your time thank you for being with <laughs> us and thank you for raising this really important issue and um, look forward to hearing more about it on the future podcast yeah, definitely <laughs> oh, thank you thanks what i've loved is you know the, the title of the conference is about looking to the future yeah. and having an impact on the future and your voice and how important that is and I think that message has come across so strongly don't yeah, you definitely. I certainly feel right I'm fired up I'm going to go away I'm going to get more involved in the CPHVA yeah. I'm going to try and um, you know get involved with some of these changes because actually we do have to advocate for health visiting Definitely. it is in a difficult place at the minute yeah. and everyone is feeling that nationally but instead of feeling demoralised and deflated by that I now feel fired up and passionate and excited about that and how Brilliant. actually we need to it's made me want to go away and do something about it and I think Fantastic. that's exactly what they are looking for yeah. also inspiring that everyone felt quite together yeah um, in the room mm. that everyone felt the same and yes even though it's you know quite negative it you know if we all move forwards together yes um, there is a unity a isn't unity, there about yeah. this conference yeah. it, it does have that almost feeling of a safe space because yeah you yeah. have that feeling that everyone understands where you're coming from and even something that you think oh yeah this happened to me in practice but I don't know if yeah. there's almost definitely someone else in the room yeah. who shares that experience or plenty who have similar experiences that they yeah. can empathise with how you're feeling and I think given the context of health visiting at the minute it's so important that we stand together and that yeah. we kind of fight together really yeah. for yeah. the future of the service yeah, and that is a vibe I'm really getting from this yeah. conference yeah. this year yeah we're all professionals um, all standing together to get the same outcomes yeah exactly yeah. I couldn't agree more one word to put on our podcast that you would describe <laughs> the conference <laughs> uh, sum it up sum up the whole thing it's been inspiring very inspiring <laughs> wonderful thanks so much you're welcome it went extremely well I think so too and I think you, everyone yeah. enjoyed the conference as well yeah that's really good no, I'm pleased it went well for me it was refreshing refreshing brilliant enlightening Excellent. A nice safe place to really express views, as it should be said. Excellent. I think we alluded to that earlier, actually. That's always exactly what we said earlier. Fantastic. Thank you so much and congratulations. Thank you. And I think it's um, worth reminding you as well, obviously, yeah, we're limited in how much we can even talk about. Yeah. There has been so much going on. Um, it would literally, we could talk about it for a week and yeah. still have bits that we've forgotten. Yeah. So um, don't forget, as long as listening to this, um, please do look up on Twitter, the hashtag CPHVA18, yeah. to um, see all of the tweets from, um, if you look at it in um, sort of time order, so if you click, you know, it always comes up with the 
the top ones if you move the bar to the right and go on latest and then you can scroll down right to the end and then read through conference sort of as it happens as it's as it's going on yeah. and you'll see our tweets on there we've been tweeting madly but yes. also everybody else's as well so you yeah. get a really good picture of the conference um hope you enjoy the episode yeah. um thanks very much yeah and we'll speak again soon Bye.